This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, guys? Ah! It's honestly episode four, and I still cannot figure out how to say what's up, guys, in like a normal tone but whatever so what's up guys welcome back to my podcast welcome back to zachary reality this is your host zachary reality what's up guys ah oh my god Woo! the fans go wild yeah i'm honestly getting so good at this podcast thing we're on episode four um i'm just becoming a better bitch every single week a better podcaster I actually heard I was number one in the charts um yeah so you know I really can't leave the house anymore these days my podcast is just blown up and I'm just like you know this podcaster that I never ever anticipated I would be no but in all seriousness thank you guys so much for coming back to my podcast especially if you have made it to episode four if you watched or listened to all four episodes I love you like you are a real one and you mean the world to me and I appreciate you so today on my podcast I have a very special guest her name is Alexandra also known as Lexi she runs a very popular TikTok account where she talks all about pop culture and she talks about you know reality tv and rates red carpets and she also runs an instagram account that's super popular as well where she has a bunch of hilarious memes and she does like this roundup thing on her story she's going to tell you a lot more about it um and she actually covers sports too which is something that i'm not familiar with i'm not comfortable with um i kind of told her i was like listen that's fine that you like sports but like don't bring it onto my podcast like this is just not that kind of place so I had to like let her know in advance, like you are not welcome with your sports talk. But you know what? If you guys like sports and reality TV and pop culture, you need to check out my friend Lexi. I'm going to have all her links in the description, but let's play this interview. I want you guys to get to know her and we're going to be talking all about Housewives, Summer House, Bachelor, Kardashians, all of the juiciest shit. Um, so let's roll the clip. Hey, we are here with Lexi. Hey, girl. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited that you're here. We've been friends on social media for like maybe two months. Yes, I love, honestly, I'm like loving all of the people that I'm meeting on social media uh right now. It's been such a joy and like made it so much more fun to interact and stay on all these apps. Like having a great time. I'm so happy we're talking. I know. Literally, I have like, I have guests on all the time, like, or friends that I meet on TikTok. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. where are my real life friends? All of my friends are on TikTok. Like, I don't have any friends in real life. I know. And like, I could make all the friends on TikTok, still can't find a boyfriend in real life or online. So here we are. Literally. Um, (laughs) Literally. So we kind of connected on TikTok first, Mm -hmm. because we do similar things. We both talk about pop culture and reality TV. Why don't you give everybody the little rundown about what you talk about on TikTok? Of course. So I'm on TikTok at Lex Nico. That's what my social media handle is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm a thirst monster. So I'll put that out there from the beginning. (laughs) Let them Um, know. Let them know. Let them know. Let them know. And so I talk about pop culture, what's happening in current pop culture, and also like obscure things in pop culture or current events that just interest me. So you know, anything from like, oh my gosh, Kourtney Kardashian is wearing a skull necklace. Is that from Travis? Is his Mm -hmm. son wearing it? Like 
that type of little trail. I love following those nuggets of information. Um, and then, you know, we do all, we do all the same similar things. We recap red carpets, different episodes of shows, talk about our favorite housewives, all the good stuff. that people We just like. can't stop. But when I followed you on Instagram, I realized that you were doing something similar on Instagram. Mm -hmm. you, were, you do more memes on Instagram? I do. So I do more meme content as it pertains to pop culture. I'll share my tweets. Um, I talk more about current events over on Instagram as well. And then in my Instagram stories, every single day of the week, mm -hmm. Monday through Friday, the weekdays, um, I do something that I call the roundup, which is all of the top celebrity or you know, current event news stories of the day. So I do everything from celebrity news, sports news, current events. Oh, and you try talk to about share... sports. Yeah, I over to sports. I can't get into that. I'm sorry. Um, you know you... what? It's relevant. No, it is. It is. And you know what? You seem like you have something for everybody. So I'm I'm glad that you have that, but I personally can't get into sports. Did you know <laughs> that um you can act there's actually a limit of Instagram stories that you can post in a day? No, how yeah. many? I have no idea, but this guy that I'm following on Instagram, he posted that he's like, I reached my maximum. He must have had like 70. No, how, I've never you know, hit the limit, but you know how I'm many going you put to up in a day. Like, what's the most? Oh my God. I think for the day, I mean, if we're doing red carpet plus the roundup, that mm -hmm. type of stuff, and it's like a podcast day, I've got to have like 50 going at a time. <gasps> something like that like so are people you know, are people watching all the way through like do you see the numbers drop from your first story to your 50th sometimes I do it depends on the day but then I also have my community the hang gang like I have some really like a loyal community yeah and so then I also get those tagged posts when people are like when I see they like screenshot all the little lines on uh -huh. my story and they're like, you know, it's going to be a good day. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's so I awesome. know it's so and like sometimes I can't like sometimes it um, makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, you're posting way too much. But when I see people tag me and things like that, I'm like, there is an audience for this. Mm -hmm. It might not be for everybody, but the people that want it are here. So yeah. And if, and if they don't want to watch your Instagram story, they can easily just swipe right through oh, and yeah. go to the next one. But you do it exactly. for the people that actually enjoy it. And clearly people do because girl, you mm -hmm. pop in on Instagram. Oh, thank you. We're thank trying. You We're all trying, right? We are. Um, but I want to ask, do you enjoy doing the memes more on Instagram or do you enjoy making TikToks or do you just like doing everything? I like doing everything, which is why I think that I can't focus. <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes I just have these thoughts that come to my head and I love putting them, like I love tweeting. And that's why I just started like posting my tweets on Instagram. Cause I was like, these are funny. I feel like this is mm -hmm. funny. People will get a laugh out of this. Um, my tweets did not like come to life the same way that I thought they might on TikTok. But I realized I also, you know, wanted a more a space to do more sort of long form conversation around mm -hmm. one particular topic. So having that 60 seconds to be able to capture video so, has been so amazing. long term, right? Such long so term long term. Content. I'm like, love how 60 seconds is long form. <laughs> long form. I can't get into Twitter. I feel like I'm just not good on Twitter. Really? See, you have to like play and find. I, I I don't know about you, but I didn't really start doing speaking about like pop culture, I started talking about influencers a lot more like last okay. year with like Daniel Bernstein, Ariel Charnas, um, when their stories were really starting to unfold and cancel culture was coming for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really hit this niche of like 
doing the talking to the camera on TikTok, I was literally trying to do the dances and like oh, the different yeah. trends. And uh -huh. I was like, this is not my groove. So it took me a little while longer to get into that. But now I just feel like I'm like finding my audience um, on there mm -hmm. and building in that in that more niche space. When did, what was like your first TikTok video that went viral? Okay, also that's the thing is like <laughs> my first video that went viral was like, I started TikTok last year in like May or around now, but really started playing with it in May. Um, but my first video didn't go viral until like uh, August or September. And it was the Poosh LED face mask oh, yeah. from Kourtney Kardashian's website. And um, I think the reason it went viral was because when you get the mask, they're like, use it for 21 days, all three settings, da, da, da. So I followed it and I took before and after because I had really, really bad breakouts. You can see mm -hmm. I have some hormonal breakouts now um, from the masks, from wearing the masks. Oh. And it totally changed my skin. And so I did the before approved. and after. So I'm push approved. It was amazing. Like I still use the mask to this day. I'm so obsessed with it. I'll go on my TikTok lives in the mask. Oh, yeah, I have nothing yeah. else to do. <laughs> I know. I, I see you on TikTok live in a robe. I'm like, I do yes. the same thing. Self-care. What I, what I like about TikTok is that you could be so authentic on there. Cause mm -hmm. I just feel like Instagram is such a judgmental place. And it's also it turned into like a LinkedIn in a way. You're just highlighting your life and highlighting like what you're doing. But TikTok, you really see people on there, no makeup like home Absolutely. messy bed like I will post on TikTok with my bed not even made and I don't even care and I feel like it's just a really supportive community on there and everyone supports each other and when we and it's also easy to find other people who do the same thing as you mm -hmm. or similar things because we all kind of have our own like niches and it's easier to make friends it is I feel like there's a few things that are interesting about it is like the algorithm, you're right. Once I started making pop culture videos, like your content, the talk of shame, Audrey yeah. Peters, like everybody's content that was sort of relevant started coming up. Mm -hmm. And so I found that community. And what's also nice is just like that community welcomes you and you yes. support one another very mm -hmm. quickly, which is cool. A lot of us have become really close friends. A few of mm -hmm. us went to Orange County last weekend, a few of us TikTokers. Oh, um, that's so fun. And you went to The Quiet Woman. Are you a fan of Real Houses of Orange County? No. See, I don't watch that one. Okay. That's okay. I, I boycotted it, but tell me. That's fair. <laughs> it's just like a really iconic place where a lot of plates have been thrown. Oh, okay. I know okay. you watch Jersey, so you're aware of mm -hmm. an iconic glass thrown. But I know you're in Canada right now. You're coming to LA. So when you come to LA yes. in the next couple of weeks, we will all get together and oh, we can go right. to like, where would you want to go? like sir pump well pump's closed okay so you know what you we were just Becco. talking yeah we were talking before we recorded and I was saying how when I was there last time I was living in West Hollywood and I would like run by pump um mm -hmm. and like Tom Tom every other day and it was obviously closed but even in all of my travels to LA and my obsession with Bravo I've never, never gone <gasps> to any Lisa Vanderpump restaurants I did have Vanderpump Rosé but it's I really want to go to Tom Tom wait you haven't even been inside no that is honestly crazy I know <laughs> um Tom Tom is actually closed still but sir Ugh. just reopened I was actually at sir last weekend okay for like a hot minute me and my friend we went to the abbey for drinks and mm -hmm. then we walked down we're like let's just go to sir and like pretend we're Stassi and Sheena so we okay. went into sir like went just literally went to the bathroom like and then just danced <laughs> for a second and we're like Stassi like we were just living our best lives we were like three margaritas deep 
Perfect. You were having which, a witches of WeHo moment. A witches of WeHo <laughs> moment, which you know, if anyone is over the age of like, let's say 22, like one margarita, I'm messed up to the floor. Like I cannot Absolutely. hang like I need to. Do you feel like you're drinking more in quarantine or less? So I would definitely say like last year at the beginning, I was drinking more because it was like, oh, you get on a Zoom, you have wine, there's nowhere to go. And then I got sick of it and actually stopped drinking for a while. Um, and now that I've been in Toronto and I'm like, I stopped drinking in Toronto too in the new year, but now I'll have like a glass of wine on the weekend or mm. have like split a wine with a bottle of wine with my dad or something on a Saturday, but definitely not doing the same. You're vibe really that living I the to. life. I know I'm like living the retired life, but working all of the time. <laughs> Are you dying to get back to LA? How long have you been back in Canada? Since December. So I am like, I feel lucky because I love being at home. I love my family. I moved last year out of my apartment in Toronto. So I'm living at my parents' house in like my mm. childhood room, but I love being here. Like my parents are super easy to get along with and we have fun. Um, but I am excited to come back to LA because I know restaurants, outdoor dining has opened up. I can go on more like trips, Joshua Tree, Palm Springs. Like I'm ready to get back to living, you know? Me too. I feel the same way. I am in LA obviously, but I've been quarantined for a long time. So mm -hmm. I'm just ready to start clubbing again. Like I'm in my twenties. Like I literally just moved here six months before the pandemic. Oh my God. Like, I didn't get to live it up as much as I would have liked to. So I'm really hoping that summer 2021 is- That's your time. Our time. Cause you're going to be yes. And we're No, going. see, this is like, you need to be out. Like I'm over 30. I'm not telling anybody my age, but I get asked no. on TikTok all the time. <laughs> but like, I, um, I'm cool. I was cool with the pandemic, but I, I said, I was like, I would feel so, this would be so hard if I was in college or in my twenties, yeah. because like, you need to be living your life. Like I lived, like I'm good to sit at home with a movie and my Netflix, you know, or just but reality TV. Even when you just said that you walked into CERN, you danced. I was like, Oh, that sounds For so a good. Sec, like it was literally like five minutes, but it was the best five minutes of my I life. Know. Like it just felt so good. Cause like, we don't dance anymore. No, like, there's no don't. dancing. We it's don't crazy. do anything. I said this too. I was like, I just want to be, which is so ironic for me because I would never normally want this. I was like, I just want to be like sweaty somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. at like a music festival or in a bar. Like, uh -huh. I just want to be in that moment. It will happen it. soon. And I know mm -hmm. Pride Month is coming in June and yes. that is going to be insane in West Hollywood. So oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. And you will be here. Yes, so let's celebrate gonna, together, please. We're going to celebrate. I'm down. Okay, good. So let's get into um, trash reality television because that's the real Beautiful. reason you were brought on this podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I know you are a fan of trash reality TV like myself. Um, what are your, like, your favorite shows that you're watching right now? Okay, so right now, like in terms of trash bag reality, like Summer House is doing it for oh. me. I don't know if it is like the group of people together partying mm -hmm. and I miss it, but like, they're really doing it for me. I'm having so much fun watching this season, even though there's actually a lot like with Carl's brother, there's a lot yeah. of personal things going on. Um, and then I'm, I'm really getting into below deck. My dad and I, we got into oh. below deck med in December and then we had below deck and now below deck sailing. So like, I love uh -huh. the dynamic between what's happening like above, like with the um, 
charter guests. And then I love seeing the staff members all interact too. So those are kind of like what's really doing it for me right now. But I'm obviously watching, I'm watching everything right now, except for Real Housewives of Dallas. I'm not quite into that mm. yet, but Jersey started, which is great. We love Jersey. We were in mm-hmm. a Jersey clubhouse together for a hot minute yes. a few weeks ago. Um, were you team Jackie or are you team Teresa? Because I don't think you mentioned it on the clubhouse. Okay. So this is what's so hard is like, I met Teresa uh, last, yeah, last year. Oh my God. She was here for um, like an influencer brunch. And Teresa's an influencer. Yeah, no, but she was like the main (laughs) event for this like streaming service. And so she, um, she like did a Q and A and it was awesome, but my friend actually ran the event. So I stayed after and like had lunch with Teresa with a couple other people Mm -hmm. and she was perfectly like wonderful and lovely. And I really liked her and she's so OG. Like she is the Mm -hmm. Real Housewives of New Jersey. She is with a capital I-S. So it was so upsetting that she, you know, I feel like I'm team Jackie in this situation, but like long-term I'm team Trey. You're more so loyal I'm just to like, Teresa, but Jackie yes. would be right. Yes. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Thank you. It's always weird when you meet a reality star or just like anyone that you look up to or talk about on your pop culture uh-huh. pages, because then your opinion changes of them instantly. Um, I know. I'm, I was watching, I'm watching Real Houses of Dallas and I do, didn't, I've been t- trash talking Carrie Britt for a while. Like, <laughs> just not a fan of her. Like she's been driving me crazy. I went on Watch What Happens Live um, a week or two ago. I was in the studio audience and I got to ask Carrie a question. I asked her the question. She was so nice. We DM'd after. All of a sudden she's like my, like, I love her now. She's my BFF. How does that change so quickly? And now it's like, I am never going to talk bad about her again. I want to apologize (laughs) for talking bad about her, but then I don't want her to know I was talking bad about her. So it's really weird when you meet people in real life because everybody is pretty nice, right? Have you ever met someone you didn't like? I actually haven't met a lot of celebrities and I don't know if it's just like through the fact that I'm, I'm meeting them through a work dynamic, Mm. but I actually haven't met a lot of celebrities in a work dynamic or personally that have been disappointing, which is, I think, lucky for me. I've always been surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised and I'm always curious. I, you know, I read Demois and I love her account Mm. on Instagram but I always take it with a grain of salt when people are like, oh, they're such an asshole or they yeah. were such a, can I say bitch? Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> they were such a bitch Anything you want. Honestly, okay, cool. My first episode of the podcast, I was cursing and I was just okay. like, I wonder if I'm allowed to curse because I'm at like a, a network. Yeah. I don't know if, but I never asked them and they never told me I couldn't. So I'm just cursing. Okay. All good. So yeah, like I'm always like, I read those stories and I take it with a grain of salt because A, Everybody has bad days and we are so, it's so easy to forget that these people are human beings, even though I understand that they sign up for this critique to a certain regard, but also it's just like, I know now from people coming in my comments or my DMs, how easy it is for somebody to attack your character behind a screen without actually knowing you. Have you gotten hate? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, so on Instagram, I've had like a few situations where I, I, you know, I speak out about pop culture and trash reality, but I also talk about current events. Um, I talk about representation and diversity a ton Mm -hmm. because that's the area that I work in, in my day job. And I have been dragged like, you know, so I'm, I'm mixed race. Like my mom is, um, like Venezuelan, Trinidadian, my dad's Russian and Czech, but like, I have people telling me all the time, like, you're not even black, like, da, 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 like, saying really negative things that I that will be I'll keep that as an example but there are worse things that come into my DM sometimes and it's just like 
the best part is I it it bothered me for a period of time. And then I saw when Jojo Siwa came out mm -hmm. and she shared her Instagram, her IGTV, and was so happy and amazing. There was something on comments by celebs where someone was like, I'm never gonna let my daughter watch you anymore. Da da da. da, da. And she just wrote, okay, with an exclamation uh -huh. point. Yeah. And it was on comments by celebs. And I was like, this is that was my like release. I was like, That's how you this handle is it the best way. And it's mm -hmm. it truthfully like let go of any. It's um, so animosity true. in those you, comments. You really have to do that. Um, I've gotten a little bit of hate, not much. Yeah. I'm like amazing. And yeah, I swear to God, I actually reply like XOXO, love you too. Like hearts. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't think I've ever clapped back ever. Like at anyone. Cause I genuinely, it really just doesn't matter. Cause I feel like the people who are hating are such trolls. They always have like no profile picture and yep. they just are saying like whatever. And it's just like, who cares? Exactly. And it's always the ones on TikTok. I like, cause I have melasma and I always get like, shave your mustache and blah, blah. I'm like, oh I don't God. have one, but it's fine. <laughs> but um, it's always the people commenting. You're right. That are like user seven, seven, six, two, the hamster they accounts. don't even have, have a name. Seen the hamster accounts. <laughs> no, what's that? Oh my God. There is probably thousands and thousands of hamster accounts on TikTok. All of a the sudden their profile pictures are hamsters. There's like a save the hamster it's so weird and bizarre to me. It's been like really prominent the last few weeks. I've seen this huge hamster community. I'm not even kidding Whoa. you. Look out for it. I'm sure someone <laughs> with a hamster is commenting on one of your posts. It's terrifying. For sure. Oh my gosh, I'm going to look this up. Um, I want to circle back to Summer House though, because I'm yes, watching sorry. Summer House. And honestly, like it's not my favorite show um, on Bravo. Tell I like me why. It. I actually like it. Um, it just feels like a very boring cast. Everyone's very normal. They're quarantined. They're not really doing anything. I feel like the drama is getting recycled at this point. Mm -hmm. um, there's just no like super eccentric cast member. I just feel like ev everyone is so just like Long Island. Hampton you don't vibe. think Hannah's being eccentric? So here's the thing. I like Hannah. Like, again, this could come back to our difference of age in that for okay. me, I'm like, this is my pace of drama. <laughs> maybe because, yeah, maybe they're all in their 30s. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, they are, I think, or they're matter. late 20s. But yeah. I think that um, I definitely get the sense of the recycled drama with Luke and Hannah. And I don't know where Sierra came from in like trying Luke thinking he has a chance because she clearly is not into him at all. Um, and then, yeah, like Kyle and Amanda seem to just be in a good place. Um, but it's Lindsay. Lindsay's bringing the drama, really. Lindsay is crazy. I know. And I kind of love it. What do you yes. think about her and her, should she get back Steven? with her ex-boyfriend? And what do you think about this eight PowerPoint slide that her boyfriend sent her? Because I thought it was sexy. <laughs> okay, thank you. Like I, when Danielle was like, this is like not what you do. I was like, I, maybe it's the Virgo in me. I was like, I like would that to me was like mm -hmm. porn. I was like, yes, a spreadsheet definition. I think that's sexy. I don't yes. know how I would react to it if it was me, but like if True. I'm here for my friends, like if my friend yes. is like in the spreadsheet, what do you think of Danielle? I feel like she doesn't necessarily bring anything to the show at all. Yeah, I'm super confused with, and I've been confused about Danielle from the beginning in that house because I'm not really sure what role she plays you know like mm. we have the dynamic with like Paige and Carl in the beginning and now Paige has a boyfriend sure but she's Hannah's best friend and like Hannah and Luke and Amanda and um not Amanda excuse me Kyle and Amanda or Hannah butting yeah. heads like well Danielle was in a love triangle for a minute right yeah with Carl and, and I now forget. 
now she's just literally has not brought anything to the show. I think they right. should have had like a new cast member come in that was maybe a guy. Right. And it almost feels like Danielle has moved to a friend of, but because they had to quarantine, she's like in the house. Does that make oh, sense? Yeah. Like if you're talking house, like she's like Lindsay's. Yeah. Like if you're thinking housewives, she's like become like a friend of, mm-hmm. but she's still in the house. Yeah. And she provides great commentary, like in the ITMs or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not really, she doesn't have a storyline. Yeah. At all. But I mean, does at every all. cast member need to have a storyline? I don't know, but it would nice to be, nice. be nice to see her have well, one. Her storyline is that she works line. so hard. Yes. <laughs> her storyline like, is that so she works Steven, a nine to five and she's so And busy. Danielle or Lindsay hated that. So mm-hmm. So who's your favorite on the show? Oh, I love Carl. I'm so Aww. basic. I'm just like rooting for him. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. I know he's not perfect. I know he's immature, but like I just see somebody that really wants to get his shit together. <laughs> I think he has um, over the past year mm-hmm. a little I bit. So. Um, I believe he's single. You mentioned that you were single. Yeah. I've met Carl once. How tall oh, yeah, is he? Is he really tall? He's really tall and he's really good looking too. He's like better <laughs> looking in person. And um, we might have to just find a way to set that up. I know, right? I, I'm so not a like slide into the DMs of celebrities person, like, to me, I just, I just don't even do it, but I'm like, should I? I don't know. I wouldn't even like um, write me back. You could. Are you verified? <laughs> no. Because sometimes. Verify me Instagram. Yeah. Verify her and then we'll, we'll set it up. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Yeah. Um, who do you, we'll who keep would you ship me in. with? Can I ask that? Maybe somebody from reality TV. Who would I ship you with? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Wait. Now. No, no, no. But like. I'm very single. I know this is like an unpopular or people like had a journey with Brooks Marks, but I love Brooks Marks. Me too. Okay, good. I think he's really cute too, but I think he's too young for me. He's 21. I'm 23. Okay. I need to date someone older, but like he had like incredible skin. That's what I remember watching him on camera. And I'm like, your skin is amazing. Yeah. Me and him, I feel like wouldn't work because we're both bottoms. But okay. I think that we would actually have a like. I think we could be really good friends. Um, have given the op- given the opportunity. Okay, but I'll take Who that. Who do you see yourself with? Andy Cohen. Oh my god, <laughs> that could work. No, it, it literally. He's like a real daddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We're happy. Okay, happy. so you like want like an older man? Not that okay. old. That's just kind of like a joke, a fantasy. I know, but I, also I like, like daddy, somebody in there, like maybe like ten years older than me would mm-hmm. work. Yeah, like earlier mid thirties. And you know what? I think that that it's so interesting because I'm not like that in relationships, but I have one of my friends and he was dating his partner who was older. And I was like, you just did it right. Like, Mm -hmm. ugh, like it just, you know, it works so well. I don't know why, maybe I'm like such an alpha, but like, I'm just like, I- Are you type A? I'm so type A. Like I'm like Virgo type A, Mm -hmm. need to be in control. I feel that. So like, I always tend to date like a a gentle man. Okay. That's cool. But like, I should really try to go somebody to take care of me, but Andy Cohen would be a vibe. Now I'm just such a vibe. Um, so I asked all of my guests this, Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to get into the bachelor. Um, which reality show do you see yourself going on? Oh my gosh. Like realistically, fantastically, like in fantasy worlds, like what do you think, where would you fit best? In a fantasy world, I would love to go on 
like Big Brother or Survivor, mm-hmm. like one of those oh God, ones me, that you have to me use. Me too. Yeah. Literally, me like too. I would never go because there's no like I couldn't, but I think that would be emotionally uh, traumatizing for me. But like I would really love to mm-hmm. and test my limits. Which there. one would you do better at though? Because Survivor is like outside on an island, but then it, and it's for a million dollars and it's thirty nine days. Big Brother in a house, but it's like three months, five hundred thousand. I know. So it's like, which one would you rather do? So I actually think I would do better in Big Brother because I have a lot of allergies and I feel like Uh I'd be that person that would like get bit by something and like Uh break out everywhere and have to leave on Survivor. And also low key, I think that I could be like that floater in the house, which is not the best person to be in Big Brother. You would be really good. We would have an alliance. Yes, we'd have an alliance. And I feel like I am somebody that tries to keep you probably see it in my TikToks too. Mm-hmm. Like I try to keep like a neutral or impartial, yes. like an unbiased opinion, which doesn't always work well for me because people are like, what's your opinion? Mm-hmm. But I try that and it does tend to work for me a lot of the time. So I think I could really float on Big Brother. No, I but think in real be life, such a floater. But then yeah. you would have to make a move at the end to make you that power player yes. if you wanted to win. Otherwise you would yeah. get like third, fourth. And we'd smash place. social game. We'd smash Social it. game, key. I almost yeah. feel like I would... I could get targeted early though because I wouldn't be the best in challenges if we were on Survivor. Like, yeah. I don't want to get wet. Like, I don't want to get dirty. Like, <laughs> right. I'm not fighting anybody. So I would love to go on Survivor, but I feel like I would really have to, like, I would have to be on a good team at first. And then once totally. I get my footing in, I'm like, if I make it to the jury, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. You'd be great. And then realistically, yeah. I truthfully, <laughs> like, I'm like, I could see myself moving to LA, mm-hmm. working my little life away, but like being the Leah mob of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, oh like the God. young, fresh pup yeah. coming in and like having an opinion because they need to freshen it up. So you would I'm really would go on Housewives? I think so. I think like it could be years. fun. Yeah. That would be awesome. I'm ready to play the game. Yeah. What do or you think? Would you, you rather, think- I feel like I could see you on like, a Vanderpump Rules more type of show. I just feel like you're too young oh, for Housewives. Like all the That's Housewives true. are a lot older and they all are like I know. married with kids. I, I think I could do, like I could do a summer house. I could really I get down with this house. new winter house. Oh yeah. Winter house could be the move for me. Um, but I do just like the idea of being like that young new housewife. That's mm-hmm. like so obscure. <laughs> Would you start drama? Um, oh my gosh, that's such a good question. Who would like I, you would be on Beverly Hills? Is that which franchise you would choose to be on? That that wouldn't be the franchise I would choose to be on. I would I would pick that just simply due to location. I think I would really love seeing like Salt Lake City. I would love to hang with those women mm-hmm. really badly. Yeah. I really that was a strong first season. It was really good. Um, but like also Potomac. I love Potomac Ooh. so much. So so I don't your- know. Who is your favorite on Potomac and who's your favorite on Salt Lake City? So my favorite on Potomac, oh my gosh, let me think about this. Like this is the thing too with Monica, um, not Monica, what is her name? Is it Monique? Not Monique and Candace. Like I love Candace. I don't know what it is about her. I know she's not perfect, but I love her. But like, so yeah, I would pick Candace or I would have to pick like Karen because she's so yeah. ridiculous. I, would, I actually really like Robin all of a sudden. She just yeah. blew on me. I just think she's really chill and nice. And yeah. She's not unnecessary like all the other she women is. on the She is. She is super unnecessary. And she's dealt with a lot personally as well. Um, and then on Salt Lake City, I really, really loved Lisa Barlow. Wow. Yeah. Again, unpopular opinion. Um, but I, I, 
virtually met her at an event oh, okay. and she was lovely. Um, and of course I love like Heather. I think I Heather, Heather was too. The, the best of all of them and Meredith. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually virtually met Meredith and Brooks. Um, really? During their, yeah, during one of their premiere parties. Oh my God. And, I was like, and were they girls. nice? Yeah, they were also nice. <laughs> hey. They all looked good too. I know they all look great, but yeah, I think Heather, I would love to like have a glass of wine with, but Lisa, it, like what I love about Lisa is that she's just so polished and she's like a yeah. boss, you know? And again, I like aspire. She's like, I want my companies, mm. all that good stuff. I, I like all of them for the most part. I connected with the whole cast before the show started. Cause I went to the Ooh. premiere and I was like writing an article about it. So now that I'm like connected to them, it's like, like you said, with Teresa, you almost like them more. Yes. Because you have that connection than like judging them blindly on the show. Yes. And so I also, for um, a podcast years ago, uh, interviewed Dolores mm-hmm. Catania. Oh, and yeah. Like, I love her. I met her. She was so lovely. I literally, to this day, she's like, my real OG favorite housewife is Sonia. Sonia, like I love her. Okay. But like um, Dolores is just the loveliest person. She's like, beautiful. And her I'm son, Frankie, that's who you should have said. Yes. Sorry. Frankie. Frankie oh my God. Yeah. You didn't so have to cute. stick it to only the only gays. I know that. Anyway. I just love Brooks. Like, yeah, I actually like told. him too. I like, I like him too. I really want to see him on season two with some growth. Yes. Because he did come off very spoiled during season one. We can't deny that. No, he didn't come off the best, but I do. I really, really liked him. And I just felt like he, he added good character and color to his mom and his family situation oh, yeah. and Meredith was I loved her I know I'm disengaging <laughs> I'm disengaging I actually need to get a t-shirt like that I want to get a Brooks Mark sweatshirt sweatsuit too That's I want a Brooks Mark sweatsuit so bad <laughs> okay we're putting it out there well we can also okay. just buy one but um let's talk yeah. about the um, the most dreaded show in television The Bachelor mm-hmm. it's finally over and I feel so relieved I have been reporting on it all season making TikToks about it like I talk about it so much because that is where my niche is my algorithm so even though I love talking about it I have to do it twice as much because that's what gets me the views on TikTok so I'm so happy it's over uh yeah I mean I uh stopped talking about it because I was just like I can't but you Mm -hmm. really you you brought it babe I'm like proud of you because you've done such a great job and honestly what a difficult season to watch Mm -hmm. and it's almost so unfortunate because the same way I was so excited about Rachel Lindsay's season Mm -hmm. in being the first female well female but first black Black bachelorette I was so excited for Matt James to be the first black bachelor and just everything that came with it on social media and all of these Mm -hmm. truths coming out and these past histories of the contestants and just the Chris Harrison thing and the Chris Harrison thing like it just put this entire other heaviness and weight to the experience for the audience, for Matt, of course. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's unfortunate. Like it's fortunate in the sense that we are all forced to wake up and pay attention to what's mm-hmm. going on in Bachelor Nation and the problems that they have um, and then how that stems further. But also it's unfortunate because you want this to be a positive and exciting moment about for the love. Culture. Yeah, we want, to, we want to see a proposal at the end. We want to see a happy couple. And I was I know. thinking about it today. I made a TikTok right before we came on. I'm like, this might be the shortest Bachelor Nation couple ever. 
It was yeah. like between them, Becca and Ari, and maybe like Hannah, Ann, and Peter. It's like all the recent yes. years, they just break up after like two weeks and then get back with like somebody else from their season. So who do you think Matt James should try and rekindle a relationship with from his season? Because I know a lot of people are shipping him and Heather. I mean, I know a lot of people have talked about Heather and like they're possibly hanging out. I don't, I haven't had any confirmation come into my DMs Meaning that all, way. All, everyone's just saying she was in San Clemente when he was in San Clemente yeah. and now she's And like in they're New York. all friends. So it's not yeah. that ridiculous to think that they would be in the same place. Um, but I, I mean, first of all, justice for Abigail gone before yes. her time. I loved her. Me too. Um, she'll go on I Paradise. Really, yeah, she'll go on Paradise. I loved Brie. I don't understand why he mm. didn't vibe more with Brie. Brie was incredible. She also has the single mom. Like, I just didn't understand what happened there. But I also feel like Matt didn't gel with anybody. Something I said on my podcast was like, if he got to Michelle being in his final two and he was like, I'm not in love with her, da, da, da. I'm like, if that person's in your final two, you didn't you vibe be, with anybody. Yeah, you should be starting to like fall in love with like three, four girls. That's what we've yes. seen in previous seasons. I just feel like Matt was very closed off in yes. regards to trying to find a relationship. I just don't think he was ready for it. And he was really thrown into this position. They only chose him because he was black. That is the only yes. reason because- And he was best was friends getting, with Tyler C. Yeah, the, he, the Bachelor was getting so much flack at the time because it was the height of BLM. They announced The Bachelor way before they usually do just yes. because they needed yeah. a Black Bachelor. And for some reason, they did not want to pick Mike Johnson. So they forced Matt James into it. Matt James couldn't pass up that opportunity because obviously he has to take up in that role to show the representation and start the change in the franchise. But yeah. he wasn't ready for that. He like- I mean, but then and again, like, even though everything happened the way it did, it was almost so important for all that to happen with Chris Harrison, yeah. with Rachel, because now we're really setting the groundwork and having the conversations like this is like, a yeah, big, it's sink or swim now for Bachelor it's a Nation huge event the, after the final rose that was like as big as the Super Bowl, like for us pop culture fans with Emmanuel there, like, it yes. was huge. And that was mo so monumental for reality television, especially on this franchise that has such an older audience watching that isn't aware of these topics and these conversations that have to be had. Of course. I think you just said that perfectly. There was such a need for this to happen. I such thought Emmanuel need. was amazing. I feel like I wish because we all knew what happened that like the actual finale, I, I know the finale was an mm -hmm. hour and after the final rose was two. That's like, why I've seen that online or somebody, a lot of people were saying that they should have done after the final rolls on Tuesday for two hours because mm. everyone wants them. I don't know if you saw Michelle and Rachel actually had a conversation filmed. No. The final rose. Yes. I they didn't had, know that. I knew like Brie was there. Brie was there and um, Michelle and Rachel actually sat down in the hot seat and talked with Emmanuel and they actually filmed for six hours and they only put what? it in an hour. So there's so much more that we could have seen. And it would have been amazing if they just did two hours on like a yeah. Tuesday, or maybe they can release the footage on YouTube. So we I know see. I would love, like, I would love to watch that more, like, because uh -huh. we knew what happened. And I just think now with social media, there's like a couple of things happening outside of what they do for filming, where it's like, these people go on with a different intention. Like you said, we're seeing it happen from Ari season. Like everybody's going on to be an influencer. We know this, right? Like, I, yeah, for sure. And I don't really blame sure. them either though. No, but it also just, takes I wish I was awesome. younger. <laughs> I can still go on. Come up. on. You can still totally go on. I know on. they're doing if a bachelor in paradise. Can go on, 
you can go on. True. They're doing a Bachelor in Paradise in Canada. And I'm like, please make me Wells the bartender. Oh and everyone's God, like, no, you should so go cool. on. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to work out that much. Oh my God. <laughs> um, do you think that Wells should be the host of Bachelor in Paradise? Because we can assume that Chris Harrison won't be back for Paradise. You don't think? No, there's no way. Soft launch Chris back into no, the No, because I would think that, but then there's been many contestants who have spoke, like Ivan, Serena, who have wow. basically said that they would not feel comfortable going to Paradise. All the diverse contestants said that they wouldn't feel comfortable going to Paradise if Chris was there. So, okay, so then I would love Wells to host. There's no one else that could do it. No, I think Wells would be incredible, or Nick Vial would also be one. I'm sure they would gun for. Yeah, I don't think Nick people would take Nick seriously though. I know that's true. Wells is just so great. I don't know. I just love him. Yeah. But then and I want to be like, the bartender. You? Me? Yeah. We can do it together. <laughs> okay. We'll do it, it together. It would be so fun. Um, it would be who, so good. Who from Bachelor Nation do you think could be the bartender? Because a lot of people are saying Demi. Demi, maybe. Demi is, she has very good relationships in Bachelor Nation and she's good at getting people to talk. Um, I'm trying to think who like an odd choice could be that would be really fun. It would like, have to be you, like an OG. Yeah, like I was thinking like, do you remember Olivia from Ben Higgins' season? Yes. And they like, he like left her on the island. She really has like redeemed herself from like her time her. on Bachelor Nation. Uh -huh. She could be a fun, obscure choice. Ben Higgins could also be the host. He or could they could the pick like Ashley I and Jared, like the couple yeah. and have I them I don't think they up. could be, they wouldn't be the bartenders because they're No, I think big. they could be the hosts. Yeah, um, they could. I don't I'm think that think that will happen. Else. No, I don't think so. How either. long have you been watching The Bachelor? Like what was your first Day season? one. You watched season first. one? Absolutely. With Alex, whatever. The real, you, I don't know. You're, you're probably such a baby. But yeah, like, I started watching when I was at Jake Pavelka season, season 14, and I was like 10 or 11. Okay, so- like the first seasons of The Bachelor, it was like not, it was about a, a guy who was actually a millionaire. So like yeah. these guys were all, they were actually millionaires. They and then like it was like coveted this reveal. Men. There was a yes. Prince one season. Yes, yes. And then like um, Andrew Firestone was this man mm. who's like the heir to the Firestone yeah. riches or whatever. And then another guy, Ben, I think that owned like a vineyard and a winery. Like, ben Flanick. Yes. So there's like so many OG people. I've been watching it from the beginning. Did you know when you started watching season one, season two, did you know what potential the show had? None whatsoever. Like I knew that I liked it and it was interesting and it was like ahead of its time with where we are now with reality mm -hmm. TV and the entire like zeitgeist and ecosystem of it. But it was just interesting to watch people fall in love. Like the, the rose colored glasses were still on, you know, mm -hmm. it was so exciting to see people fall in love and it was before social media. So their chance for lasting was, it was so more, much greater. It was a lot more genuine and authentic back then, but yes. now reality TV has just changed so much as a whole, because I think that they just want us to keep us, they just want to keep us stimulated constantly mm -hmm. so that they're throwing in more drama and they're throwing in more parties and group dates and events that like, we can't yes. even keep up with the show at all like so much happens sometimes if you think about a show like too hot to handle remember mm -hmm. that came out on netflix yeah. last year and it was like eight episodes they put it out on a friday it was super salacious like and it was just like that's also where bachelor nation now is going to show a weakness because they just put it they put those eight episodes it was so fast and like bachelor nation trying to ride it out over eight weeks when we've all read spoilers like you even I wanted, see, yeah. I wanted like, to kind of circle back to the spoilers yeah. because I am so over them, and I don't even I don't look for them. 
Like obviously people send me them and I'm sure they send you or them. Or they spoil it in your comments. Or they spoil it and in you your comments. Not to. <laughs> you ask them. Yeah. But also it's like I can't even look up The Bachelor on Google without seeing spoilers. Mm-hmm. Or like scroll on my FYP. I'm like, why are spoilers a thing? Like, remember when there was no spoilers? Remember how fun it was to watch the season? Like, I was spoiled probably over a month ago about that Rachel was going to win. And I already knew two weeks ago that Michelle and Katie were going to be the next Bachelorette. Yes. Like, yes. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I don't like watching, like the only thing that made watching now fun for me was not spoiling it. Cause my friends and I would do like bachelor pools and stuff okay. like that. So that was actually so fun. And now you're right. It's impossible to avoid. I actually tweeted this. I was like, can't wait for the internet to tell me who I can't like on these I next seasons of the bachelorette. That. Like yeah. I was just Our like, cause that's what happens now. It sucks. It really does. Did you do well? And did you do a bachelor pool this year? So we didn't even do the pool this year. We just, we have a group chat that we watch it, but we didn't do the pool because all these spoilers came out right from the beginning. But that's why I was doing like my top picks Mm -hmm. and Rachel was in my top four. And of course then everything happened. Damn. Um, What do you think of reality, Steve? Someone who makes a living off of spoiling The Bachelor. Um, So I don't mind him. Like there's obviously an audience and an appetite for him and that type of content. I think what's interesting now is with so many people spoiling, it's kind of like screwed up his entire model, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know who was originally in the production of Bachelor Nation that was giving him spoilers, but like they're definitely gone because he does not get spoilers as fast as he once did. Yeah. What do you think? I feel like he should do what he's doing, but he used to, we used to be able to avoid him. Like I've never followed him on any social media, but now it's like, I think it's just TikTok. Reality Steve said this, Reality Steve said that, Reality Steve, Reality Steve. He definitely was getting inside info from somebody Mm -hmm. and he's genius for it. He is. He also was like super ahead of his time. And what was so interesting about him, and again, this is like why I think Bachelor Nation, they know how popular this show is. Like they can deal with these waves. Um, It's just like, he would have contestants come on. He had people from Bachelor Nation uh, on like his production come on on the podcast. Like they never actively tried to like denounce what he was doing, you know? Yeah. Of course, Chris will be like, you think you know? And it's like, no, we do, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, the season is finally wrapped. Um, yes, thank God. And now we're getting two seasons of The Bachelorette. I know a lot yeah. of people are really excited about it. I'm personally not excited because I feel like The Bachelor is too overexposed. And if we want to keep this franchise going longer, we mm-hmm. honestly need a break. So I don't think that we need an extra season of The Bachelorette in there. Um, are you excited for Michelle and Katie? I'm just, I, I'm, I'm with you, right? Like, I just, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. I want to like it. I'll obviously watch it just like you. It's like, we kind of have to. Yeah, now we have for the to. Co- for our job. But um, I'm not excited about it the way that I once was. Katie is somebody that like, even before she went on the show, she was trying to make it as this like sex comic. Uh-huh. And so like the intention is just, we know that she's not there for love. Mm. Michelle didn't even have Instagram at first. So yeah, cause she's I'm a, a teacher, little bit, so she kept yeah. her life private. Michelle a little just more seems excited. like she's so cute. nine to five though. I know. Like Midwest, like does she even want to be on TV? Like she- We'll see. Yeah. I think what could be interesting with Michelle is sort of like what I said with Matt at first before I realized what was really going on. 
there was this like innocence to Matt. And I always thought that him just like being nice to all the girls and you even saw it on the women tell all, like none of them really had anything bad to say about Matt. Cause like you said, mm -hmm. he didn't really get vulnerable. Like I just feel like Michelle will have an innocence to her that hopefully is a good thing. Okay. Um, but like, I feel like we all got played by Matt. Like I wanted to love Matt, but I think, yeah, like to pull I'm that fast with Matt. one. I'm siding, with, siding Matt. with Matt. Yeah. See, I think he pulled a fast one on production to be like, I'm not getting engaged. I'm not ready. It's like, why are you the lead of this show? You know, it's a fake uh -huh. engagement. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like how you have it so easy. They're setting up the location for you. They're giving you prime camera footage. They're giving you a mm -hmm. ring that you would probably spend thousands of dollars on if it was actually your fiance. Like, and you can return yeah. the ring after if it doesn't work. I know. And hindsight 2020, I guess it's good because he picked Rachel and like the whole proposal, the fiance narrative would have been worse than just like who he ends up with, but have since called it off. But like, I just, I, that surprised me. And that compounded with Michelle saying that she asked on after the final rose uh -huh. for two minutes of his time and he wouldn't give it to her. There was something I was blindsided about with Matt. Well, I heard people saying that the producers never told Matt that Michelle asked for her time because they wanted oh. her to be more devastated and show up to after the final rose like that. So there's so much like speculation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you, ever heard of, over. have you ever heard of the show Unreal? Yes. I've never seen okay. it, but I know I like everyone in everyone in my entire life has told me to watch it. I've just never See, got around that to would it. be a good TikTok for you would be to watch it and okay. give your feedback Is it on, on Netflix. The show. I'm not sure where it is in America. I'll Google and I'll tell you. Oh my I'll God, yes, you're in Canada. Do you get different, yeah. like what time zone are you in? I'm in Eastern Standard. So it's like 12.50 for you. It's 3.50 for me. Oh my God. I Still was got telling that daylight you, savings time light though. Oh, that's good. We just had that too. I was telling you, it was like 12 o'clock by me, like when we were scheduling the podcast <laughs> because I am so bad at time zone. Um, I got fired from a job once because I, it was like a temp job. So it wasn't like long-term okay. because I could not, I was managing like this um, girl in fashion's calendar. I could not keep track of her appointments because everyone was Eastern, then Western, then Central. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I literally cannot do it. I swear to God. I so Google it so every easy. single day, even with the TikTok analytics, that's in like UTC, which I didn't know mm -hmm. what was. And I'm like, every day I'm like, what is 4 PM in Eastern standards? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Um, I had a question for you pertaining to Matt and now I forget. Oh, this is what I was going to say about Unreal was that my girlfriend was a producer at one point on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. And she said that a lot of those manipulative in the show Unreal, it's like the producers are really manipulating the mm -hmm. contestants and the lead. And like that really happens. Like they don't outwardly tell them to do things, but they really manipulate the situation like, so they might've been yeah. like, remember Michelle, when Matt didn't come and see you when you saw two minutes, like, uh -huh. didn't that really upset you? You should talk about that with Amanda. Yeah. Like they do little things that are manipulative like that. They're so good at it. So good. Wow. And the editors on that show, like that whole crying thing about Matt, like it ended up being about Michelle. Like I had no, I didn't see that coming at all. Him I thought it was about like his dad. Yeah. I'm telling you, give Damn. him an A Emmy. A teaser can really um, <laughs> confuse you though. Seriously. Wow. Um, are you going to be watching the Kardashians? It premieres tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. Okay. I, okay. So like I was, didn't realize that I would be so emotional about this being the final season. Aww. I truly thought that we were getting more reality TV content from them on Hulu, but that's not the case. It's a promotional deal with them. 
Um, and oh, so I don't think it? they're- What did you hear? What promotional deal? Cause I don't think, I don't understand why they would do another reality show after. So apparently this like four year deal with Hulu is not another show or it's not like, as of now, it's not like, I really wanted like a Poosh show. I love Poosh. Like <laughs> I would have loved to see like the wellness team at Poosh oh testing things. Like it's such a vibe, but um, apparently it's like a promotional deal. Like Chris Jenner posted about being excited about like, um, the Property Brothers new TV show on Hulu or Discovery Plus, which is owned mm -hmm. by Hulu. And it was just like, it's like them posting on Instagram, like paid promotion. It's not actually a show deal. That makes and I thought so it was going to be shows. That I so never is thought the it, last season. I never thought that they would actually do a show on Hulu because that was the reason why I feel like they decided to walk away because they're mm -hmm. oversharing their life. They're too famous now. Like yeah. even the past couple of years, they've been really just like circling around the actual truth. And I'm really wondering if Kim is going to open up about Kanye or Chloe's really going to open up again about Tristan, because I feel like they love the fans and they want to share us. They want to share it with yes. us. They want yes. to give us that, but there's so many other factors in the way now that they are so famous that they really can't tell us everything anymore. Totally. I think that I could see them because now Tristan and Chloe are in a good place. They can take us like through that journey because it ends positively and that will deflect by Kim and Kanye a little bit. Um, so I could see that. Plus we're getting like the Scott and Courtney thing back in the mix, which we always do every couple of every seasons. Every couple of seasons. But now we're, we got Scott and Amelia. I don't know if they were I dating know. while um, they were filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but I do know that they were dating while they were filming Real Houses of Beverly Hills. And Amelia has been on Beverly Hills a lot the yeah. past few yeah. years. Um, Lisa Rinna really pushes Amelia to be on the show. At one point, Amelia even mentioned that her mom forced her to be on the show. Um, now what? that she's yes, so now that she's dating Scott, I'm like, I want to see if you are sad that the Kardashians are ending, you might get a little, you might want to watch Beverly. I Hills. could see a Scott crossover on Beverly Hills with Lisa being like, own it, own yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see that. I would love that. And Chris is on there sometimes. She's, yeah, she's there with Faye. Um, because of Kyle and now Kathy's on there too. So you never know. We'll see what happens. Um, I just like I'm excited for this final season. I didn't realize I would feel so emotional toward it, but I think truthfully it is because they are super open about sharing their lives and they are like, I don't know what you've heard or if you've interviewed any of them at any point in time, but like they well, Kim, I'll speak for Kim, is like the known, like nicest her reputation person. is like the nicest. Mm -hmm hardest working, most professional person um, like out there right now in reality TV. Like she is just a queen. Mm -hmm. And so I have that like foundational respect for her that I like love this family. And I, I feel like so much empathy toward them. I'm gonna, <laughs> I really hope I will probably be crying because I said, I hope I love to cry. I'm a cancer. So I like crying is like my happy yes. place. So yes. I hope that I really cried during the final season. Um, I wonder how many episodes it will be and how long it will go. But going in, like, who is your favorite one? Like, who do you really feel the most connected to overall the past 10 years? I mean, I love Courtney. Oh my God. <laughs> I love her. Like, I'm a cryer too. I'm a Virgo. Like, it's not actually normal that I cry as much as I do. But like, I like that she's awkward in really serious or upsetting situations. I like that she's not like, she's kind of like anti the reality TV of it all, even though she's built her whole life and career off of it. I love that she just wants to have babies and be a mom and like live her wellness truth. I just, yeah. I, I just gel with her. Like, I get it. I think she's funny. 
I miss the early days of like Chloe and Courtney take Miami. Mm. Um, and yeah, I totally, I totally get that. Who's I know that there's a Courtney Kardashian fan base. My favorite always goes back and forth between Kim and Chloe. Um, Chloe's okay. a cancer, just like I am. So I mm-hmm. feel really connected to her in a lot of ways. But then I also feel so connected to Kim in a lot of ways too, because I think because I feel like she shared the most, and she really just like made this her show, and I just like really respect her and just love the entertainment that she has provided us. Um, and just really being the queen. Has. And just being the queen. the queen. I love a queen. I know, you're so right. I also, like, he's not on the show anymore, but, like, of all the Kardashians, like, again, I, I want to protect Rob so badly. It's his birthday today. Happy oh, birthday, wow. Rob. Happy birthday, Rob. Well, he'll be on the final season a few episodes, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but I just, I just want the best for him. I feel like losing his father at a young age and then, you know, being thrown into this world of reality really messed with his mental health. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want him, I don't know why I feel like this, like, protection over Rob. That's Love fair. Him. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, well, it's been so much fun having you on. Um, this, I can't believe we've been talking for like an hour. I Thank know. you it's for time having to me end on. The pod. Um, but we can talk after. So stay okay. on girl. Um, but thank you for having me on. We talked all about reality TV. Um, everyone, you has to check out Lexi on TikTok and Instagram. Where are your ads? Let them know where they can follow you. Yes. Follow me everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. Pinterest, Twitter at Lex Nico. It's L-E-X-N-I-K-O. And listen to my podcast. It's one last thing. It's on Apple and Spotify. Just search one last thing. I'll show up, hit that subscribe button and follow along with us. Yes. And I'll and have thank Lexi's, you for um, having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm, I'm like, we're going to hang out once you come yeah. to LA next week or whenever. I know. Um, I'll have Lexi's um, links in the description below if you guys cannot find her. Okay. Okay. That was my girl, Lexi. Um, that was such a fun interview. Um, we mentioned in the, in the interview that we actually connected maybe two or three months ago on social media and we were like instantly friends. We have so much in common. Um, I'm so excited for her to come to LA in the next, you know, couple of weeks. She's moving back here. We're totally going to hang out, have a kiki, um, maybe even record a podcast or something in person. Um, we'll figure it out when she gets here. But I mean, that was just such a fun time. I love having friends on to just chat about all of my favorite things with me. And um, I love all of you guys for listening and making it to the end of this episode. It means so much to me as always. So the podcast, as always, is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, all of the places you get your podcast, as well as the video version on my YouTube channel if you are watching. So make sure you guys give us a subscription, like subscribe, and then give us a thumbs up and give us a comment um, or a rating or whatever you do to support me is always amazing. And for more information on my podcast and everything that I'm doing, please check out ZacharyReality.com. We do have some merch on there and we are adding more merch soon in the next week or two. And make sure you guys check out Lexi. And as usual, thanks for watching. Okay, I need to stop saying thank you so many times. I'm gonna have to find another word for that. All right, guys, bye. Have a nice weekend.